USA News. I'm Corey Myers. Tropical storm Ophelia close to landfall in North Carolina. The National Hurricane Center says the storm centered about 25 miles south of Cape Lookout and is lashing the coast with sustained winds of about 70 miles an hour. A tropical storm warning is in effect along the coast to the Delaware border and a storm surge warning in effect for parts of North Carolina and Virginia. Ophelia should reach the coast sometime this morning and move north throughout the day across Virginia into eastern Maryland and Delaware, hitting the region with heavy rain and strong winds. The governor of Maryland, meanwhile, has declared a state of emergency in preparation for the effects of the tropical storm. Westmore's executive order will allow the state to coordinate and request emergency resources and enable state authorities to activate emergency preparedness plans. Amidst calls for his resignation, New Jersey U.S. Senator Bob Menendez says he is not stepping down. U.S. District Attorney Damian Williams for the Southern District of New York read the indictment charges yesterday. The indictment alleges that through that relationship, the senator and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars of bribes in exchange for Senator Menendez using his power and influence to protect and to enrich those businessmen and to benefit the government of Egypt. Over half a dozen New Jersey politicians have called for his resignation, including Governor Phil Murphy. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy plans to cut funding for Ukraine out of a defense spending bill that was blocked twice by a small group of conservatives. McCarthy will remove $300 million for Ukraine in the Pentagon appropriations bill and will hold a separate vote on the funding. This is USA News. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Two-time Super Bowl champion Hubert Ginn is dead at the age of 76. In 1972, the standout running back helped the Dolphins go undefeated and win a Super Bowl. He went on to win a second Super Bowl in 1976 with the Oakland Raiders. The former NFL star passed away on Thursday. Kim Kardashian getting positive reviews for her acting debut in American Horror Story, Delicate. The latest season of the horror anthology premiered Wednesday night, starring Emma Roberts and Cara Delevingne alongside Kardashian. So far, public response to the show has been positive, with many reviews praising Kardashian's performance. Fall is in the air, officially. 
The equinox arrived this morning, marking the start of the fall season for the Northern Hemisphere. But what exactly does that actually mean? For most of the year, the Earth's axis is tilted either toward or away from the sun. That means the sun's warmth and light will fall unequally on the northern and southern halves of the planet. During the equinox, the Earth's axis and its orbit line up so that both hemispheres get an equal amount of sunlight. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. Welcome to the Continental. From the world of John Wick comes a Peacock original three-part event that takes us back to 1970s New York. The Continental. This institution wields power beyond your imagination. Let's take this house and everything that comes with it. The Continental. From the world of John Wick. Streaming now. And away we go. Only on Peacock. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC or visit omegataxcredit.com. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, Hour 3. Denise Dirks, myself, Fred Penny. We got Todd Kunin. We have our producer, Cal Hunter. We are just family here all the time. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. And we say that so you don't set your expectations too high. We are having a lot of fun today, and Denise is dropping some good little nuggets uh, that we're going to use someday uh, in some little intros. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in, 855-529-7234. Email us at info at radiolawtalk.com or go to radiolawtalk.com if you want to listen to us live Without, if the local radio station doesn't carry us. Remember, seek counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're just talking about general topics of law. We are going to talk. We're going to have a case or no case coming up, but we're going to talk about should there be an age limit for uh, judges who are appointed for life? There's an issue with a 96-year-old judge making decisions that we're going to discuss uh, when we come back after case or no case. We're also going to get back into more divorces. We got Danny Masterson, Denise, we're going to talk about uh, his wife's filing 
and, and there's an appeal, and we're going to go off on a little bit of a tangent on the Danny Masterson case because we talked about this before, and Todd's going to talk a little bit about the appeal process and the question of whether or not he might have some good grounds to appeal this case and why it helps that he was um, the first jury uh, by a large margin uh, didn't acquit him, but uh, was, was a hung jury. And, and that play comes into effect in to determine whether or not he's got a good case for appeal. So then we're going to talk about Ariana Grande, a files for divorce, and then Starbucks. Are they uh, not fruity enough? That's the question that we're going to talk about. But people come for one thing and one thing only. This is all ancillary to the case or no cases. And get out your calculator. Now it's time to play case or no case. Okay, calculator. Five extra points to identify the subject of this case or no case. You think Hollywood divorces were bad now, are bad now. Wait till you hear how they were then. Okay. Vera and Artie Jefferson had three wedding ceremonies in total. The first was a disaster when Artie's second wife, Virginia, turned up, alleging she was still married to the comedian Artie. Okay. The third was a Russian Orthodox ceremony, which Vera wanted due to her religion. Before it took place, she was arrested for drunk driving and crashing into cars. He was arrested. He said, I have an excuse. She beat me up with a frying pan and cut my arm. I mean, it was a mess. The final nail in that marriage was when Vera fled from him and Artie drove at her 60 miles an hour on the wrong side of the highway, armed with a gun, popping caps at her. Vera decided she'd had enough. She would sue Artie for real and punitive damages and loss of earnings. The couple had no children, but Vera wanted alimony and half of Artie's substantial Hollywood estate. She admitted she drank as much as Artie did, but she so she was as much at fault. But she wanted to know if she had a case or no case for damages and so forth. And three, I'm sorry, five extra points if you can identify. So you get five total, two plus five if you get it all right. Three extra points if you can identify. Artie and Denise, I think it's yours, isn't it? No, it's oh, Todd. Oh, Todd, okay, Todd, okay, you're wait, okay, let, let, Go ahead, Todd, you can verify. I, I'm a All little confused right. on what's going on. So, I, I so, so the point total, if I get it right and I can identify everything. You get the two for the what correct identification and three points for the uh, three and, for the identification, two for getting And the, the identification is who, uh, the, Artie. who Artie is. Have you yeah. given us a fictitious name? No. Then, then his name's already Jefferson. I've given you a derivation okay. of his name. Okay, all right. Many, all right. Remember, many actors have stage names and derivations. Okay, um, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Well, 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 well. I, I, look, I can't stretch five minutes to get us to <laughs> the break What a tangled web one, we so. weave, huh? Um, <laughs> what the heck? I will say that this is a case and that she walks away with something as a result of suing him, part of his estate. I don't know it's necessarily everything that she wanted, but she does prevail in that she gets more than he was willing to give her as a result of the divorce. Okay. And I need to think about who it is. Yeah, the who will come after you. I'll okay. give you a case or no case responses. You will text it to me as you did last time. Okay, Denise Dirks, go ahead. What year? Oh, this was, was in, in the 40s, is my guess. Uh, 40s or uh, early 50s. 1940s and 50s. Okay. 
That lines up perfect with who I'm going to guess. I guess someone. I think that lines up perfect. I am going to say that this is a scenario, (laughs) but not a case. Okay. That's good. That is your choice. And Todd, you said? I said case and the wife walks away with... Like Ke- like a Kevin Costner case, she gets a little extra. Yeah, get, gets more than what he was willing to okay. get. Then she would have gotten if she hadn't filed something. All right, Fred Penny, what okay, say so you? Okay, so this is, yeah. v- let me repeat it. Yeah. Vera and Artie. Artie is a uh, comedian. Very famous. Very comedian. famous in the 40s, 50s, you know, yeah. late 40s, early yeah. 50s. Black and white era. Black and white era. Um, he... Um, they get a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like running her down and trying to harm her, basically. And she they got sues a divorce. Him. They were married. They got a divorce. They remarried three times. Yeah, yeah, three times. Three yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And finally, he just tries to run her over, and, and she's suing him for injuries. Uh, no, lost income. Lost income. Mm-hmm. All right, damages. The answer is this is a true scenario, but it's not a case. And I'm going to text you who I think it is. I hope I'm right because man, it fits right there. And wouldn't those right points there. be nice? You guys want to send me a text yep, guess we t- as to who we it is? We will text you. I, I think we've got, uh, how much time do we have left? Well, on we've, got th- we've got about two minutes. Okay, we've got we'll a little get to time. Well, I have a question. You said it was a black and white era. Was it sound? Was there sound? Yes. 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 And he, uh, uh, to make it fair, he was part of a famous comedy duo. duo. That's correct. Oh. Two people involved in the comedy duo. Two of them? One of whom later starred in a film as a sidekick with John Wayne. True story. A little bit of trivia oh, there. Man, I was wrong then on mine. You may not be. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you did right, that. So we're at two okay. minutes even here, guys. If you want to send me a, a name, or, or you, you can just say it, I don't, however you want to do it works for me. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to just start, I'm, I'm, look, let me give you the answer to the case, and then that way we can work on the two points, okay, and then let's we'll do get that. the identity after that. the break. Okay, Is that okay with break. you? All right, let's do that. Okay, Artie would go on to remarry his second wife, Virginia, and re-divorced her shortly afterward. Artie married for the final time in 1946 to a concert pianist. As for the gold digger Vera, she got her money, but it came with the price of silence. She disappeared from view after getting her alimony from Artie, in exchange for media silence. And who was Artie? We'll find out. But so Artie there wasn't was a lawsuit. Well, yeah. Yeah, we got to tell you. Wait, wait, I, didn't I, just text. Te- I just texted you. My I haven't answer. texted yet. I haven't Don't texted say it. yet. Don't tell us till after the break. You. I was just giving Cal, the breath to heighten the, the suspense. The Go question ahead. is, Cal. Yeah. The question is so was there an actual case filed or did they just settle? That, well, it was a divorce case. She sued him to get money for alimony. Uh, so for that's alimony a case. And and she got it was a case. Okay, we yeah. said it was a scenario. You yeah, we it. lost. Todd won. Wait, yeah. let's, oh, that's stupid. So, okay. so I, I get the case. Okay, so okay. I win. You win. We're going to find out who this person is when we come back from the break. We're going to text who it is to Cal. Doggone it. My, just so you know, I was going to say Red Skeleton, but that's not going to work. Oh, that's a good one. That, that, that would have been a good one if I didn't know there was a duo situation. Yeah, and that's in the era, by the way. You, but, that's right. Okay, we'll be back after this. I'm going to text you the other one I know. Perfect. This is Radio Law Talk with Todd Kuhn and Fred Penny and Denise Dirks. Stay tuned as the big broadcast continues with the answer to case or no case, identity, the secret ID. After this. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. All at 
Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4537. That's 802-341-4537. What we do in life echoes in eternity. What does that got to do with anything? Everything. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Petty. Those movies. You could, yeah. you could, I thought, well, that was E.T., wasn't one of them? No, no, I can name those movies. What were they? Name so them. the first one, What We Do in Life, that was Gladiator. Yep. yep and yep, yep. then the second one was um, Phantom Menace. Yeah, the Star first, Wars. The yeah. Star Wars Episode One. Yeah. Wow, you guys are serious. Very good. Good job. Ooh. All right, so now the question is, <laughs> who was the guy who married like a total of five times, two women twice, one woman thrice, and, okay. And who was it? All right. Now, let me tell you this. Yeah. We texted you, yeah. and we saw Denise's. Todd and I, and probably even Denise can agree, Denise is wrong. We know hers is wrong. I think it's definitely between Todd and I, because we, we picked the different duos and, and which one of the pair. Is it correct, before we tell the listeners, uh, that uh, Todd what? and I, one of us was correct in the duos? Almost. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm Almost. happy. <laughs> First off, uh, George Burns, his spouse would have been Gracie Burns. She passed away from right. uh, cancer before. Before She was not a factor. You right, didn't get that right. Todd guessed Lou Abbott from Abbott and Costello. Or, I'm sorry, you guessed Buzz yeah. Costello from Abbott yes. and Costello. And Fred guessed Laurel and Hardy. Although he guessed Hardy. Hardy. Arthur Stanley Laurel. Ah, I was close. <laughs> At least I had the right pair. Is the very famous uh, comedian who liked to drink a lot and marry and divorce a lot. Oh, uh, I do. I was sitting there back and forth, back and forth. Right and there. So that leaves you two tied at 46. Oh my gosh, four more points. I'm behind. The I'm first at one to 50 wins, by the way, those of you who are joining. But so, you're, you're behind. No more cases, no case. Uh, we, we could have a winner. By the way, week. next yeah. week, the very famous, you don't Google this, please, the very famous Susan Care. If you don't know who it is, don't look it up, but that'll be our mm-hmm. item on Case or No Case next week. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back to the show. Speaking of people during That's the Laurel and Hardy time and Abbott Costello, <laughs> here's Cal. We have no, we have a judge that's 96 years old. A federal court judge is 96 years old and has been suspended on a super. This rarely happens um, by the courts. Um, the U.S. Court of Appeals suspended her temporarily because of her mental competence. Apparently, there's the allegations of mental. That's right, allegations of Mm -hmm. mental competence, and apparently they're saying that she is no longer capable of performing her duties as in the judicial as a judicial officer. They're saying that she's forgetting things. By the way, she was appointed by Reagan. What's that tell you? That's a little while ago. Um, But um, that she has memory loss. She gets confused. This is what their allegations are. Uh, that she has paranoia, angry rants, and apparently this judge, and her name is Paul, Judge Pauline Newman, has a phenomenal record, past record, of oh, being yeah. 
brilliant, and she's really good at patent law. Her especially is patent law, that she's just a brilliant judge, but she's lost it at age 96, and they wanted her to have a, like, independent, you know... uh, Medical examination. Medical exam, and she refuses to do that. And her argument was, wait a minute, I've, I've turned in some of my medical records for yeah, you. Yeah, she has two doctor's opinions mm-hmm. already. So she has doctor's opinions, and now she has filed a separate lawsuit yeah. uh, to halt the investigation and to challenge, um, you know, uh, challenge the results. Well, the question is, Denise and Todd, what do you think? Should there be an age limit to judges? And is that discrimination? Um, I... I Ninety six. I don't care what you say, but why are you still a judge and on out there on the beach or doing something else? I mean, ninety six. Why are you still going to work every day? And I know some people say, "Well, don't say that." I do too. But but you know what? Is ninety six too old for a judge to be making these very very important decisions? Okay. I, I think it's indip- it, it's a decision based on the person and capacity. Right. Look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I know she had capacity all the way to the end. I know, but not all of them will, though, right? And and, and you know, look, my father, yes. my father is in his mid to late eighties, still works. 40, 50 hours a week in his business. And I, I could tell you for a fact, I hope he's not listening. Actually, I hope he is listening. I love you, Dad. Um, as, as people get older, one of the things that they detest, seemingly, mm-hmm. is the assumption that they have, that their competency has diminished. Um, or, or, or they don't like feeling like they're being marginalized by the younger generation. Now, I, I did a little bit of research on this judge here, and the last two opinions that she wrote, people read them, and they, they seem, A, completely sound, and B, they don't seem like opinions that were written by law clerks. They were written by her. And, you know, I think the, her lawsuit is in part based upon the question that you posed, Fred, which is, should judges retire at a certain age? Because right now, there is no age limit at which they should retire. And I see her lawsuit as basically questioning, well, what independent standard are you all using forcing me to take this test about my mental competence. You guys just can't come up with something ad hoc and say, hey, we think this, so you have to take this test. And if you don't pass this test that you just came up with, we're going to demand that you be removed from the bench. It's like, look, we as judges are in the business of identifying the standard in any case that we have and seeing how the facts match up against the standard. And here you are employing a proposed remedy that has no established standard either by the Judicial Council or by the legislature. Now, I see ad- why she's upset. Devil, I do, too. Devil's advocate. These are very serious things that she is making decisions on. It's not like she's working at 7-Eleven. Don't take a person who knows you work at 7-Eleven. And she's you know, taking a little bit of money for some candy bars. These are very important decisions. And if she is off... Because she's her mental capacity is not there. Because if the judges are correct and say that she is clearly, according to them, memory loss, confusion, paranoia, angry rants, which she never was, and they said that is not her. Do we <laughs> do we look into that? So we'll be back. We're going to talk about something else. We're going to move on to Danny Masterson. We're going to follow this.
You're listening to Radio Law Talk on many great local radio stations, coast to coast, and more coming online all the time. And speaking of online, if your station doesn't carry the whole show, you can hear it online free anytime at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch these cutting shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief USA News Update. Tropical storm Ophelia close to landfall in North Carolina. The National Hurricane Center says that storm centered about 25 miles south of Cape Lookout and is lashing the coast with sustained winds of 70 miles an hour. Ophelia should reach the coast sometime this morning and move north throughout the day. The governor of Maryland has declared a state emergency in preparation for the effects of that storm. Amidst calls for his resignation, New Jersey U.S. Senator Bob Menendez says he is not stepping down. Over a half dozen New Jersey politicians have called for his resignation, including Governor Phil Murphy. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy planning to cut funding for Ukraine out of a defense spending bill that was blocked twice by a small group of conservatives in an effort to keep the government from shutting down. Corey Myers, USA News. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-413-6441. 800-413-6441. That's 800-413-6441. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC. Or visit omegataxcredit.com. Danny Masterson um, has been tried twice for sexual assault and well, rape. Was it actual rape that they um, sexual I, assault? I don't know if it was yes, rape. Yes, I, it um, was because he got 15 to life in each yeah. count. Uh, and uh, two trials. Todd, what happened in the first trial? And then we're going to talk about the trials and we're going to go over to Denise and talk about what's going on with the divorce. The first trial, he was... First trial, it was, uh, they were, it was a mistrial because they were unable to reach a verdict. It's commonly referred to as being a hung jury. And the majority of the jurors... It's like 10-2 or yeah, something. Yeah, voted to acquit. There were a couple of jurors that voted to convict on that evidence, but the rest voted to acquit Mr. Masterson. Now, look, on a 10-2, 9-3 split where the majority is to acquit... Um, honestly, this is one of the first times I can ever think of and I've ever heard of where they opted to retry the case. When I was a prosecutor, if it was anything less than 10 to 2 to convict, yeah, we probably wouldn't retry that one. But the prosecution opted to retry this and got a conviction in the second uh, go-round. The issue with the second one is the judge allowed more information and more testimony against Danny Masterson that the first one didn't allow. That's right. So the issue becomes on appeal, and you can't just appeal and say, would we have won? He ha- you've got to show that it was I, I kind of... Uh, I can't remember the standard off the top of my head, but it's basically, look, you would have won had it not been these issues. Well, guess what? 
they allowed a, a, this new judge allowed a number of more tests. Was it the same judge? Or was it, it was the same judge. But it, he allowed more stuff in. Uh, allowed more in and also uh, reined in arguments that the defense could make in uh, closing arguments, opening statements, and, and reined in how far he would let the defense go and cross-examine, or he or she would allow the defense to go and cross-examination. And, and you're right, Fred. Normally when you have an appeal... You have, let's say you have an appeal on a case that was not a retrial. It's just the first time. You're, to a certain extent, you're asking the court to hypothesize, to guess, well, would the person, would it have changed the verdict of the jury if this thing had or had not happened that you're using as the basis of the appeal? Well, in the case of a retrial, it's pretty easy to show judge it was error for the court to to admit this evidence for the prosecution and to not allow the defense to go in these certain areas. And the best evidence of that is the first set of jurors that heard it was the majority of them wanted to acquit. And that was the stuff you didn't you allowed us to talk about and you didn't allow other stuff in that now you allowed in. Yes. How do you say that the change of circumstance and the change of the evidence that was admitted or restricted how do you say that that did not change the verdict? They went from 10 to 2 to acquit to 12 to nothing. Now, the jury is different. The judge is the same. All of the players, defense, and the prosecution are the same. It's a different jury pool, right? But still, I mean, that's pretty clear cut yeah. that it changed. Yeah, that could be. Well, his wife, um, her name is, I think it's pronounced Bijou. Is that sound right? Yes, Bijou Phillips. Bijou Phillips. And um, she is... Um, She's a little younger than he is, and she's now filed for divorce, but she says she still believes he's innocent. Um, she's filing for divorce to protect her daughter, who is nine years old, and this is what I think. He's worth some money. You know, he's got money. Actually, eight million. Yeah. Well, oh, is that it? That's all? It said, I looked it up. I'll bet you 10 to 1 that she's going to end up with most of it, because what is he going to use it for? Attorney fees. That's it. Or he's going to use it to live his life in jail. Or child custody. Of course she's going to get full. She's asking for full custody, She will get full custody. How can he have custody when he's in prison? Right. You know, I mean, it's a sad scenario. Um, I don't think she's doing it for any other reason except really to be protective of her family. I have seen instances in a case where somebody is going to... Let me back up here. He was sentenced, I believe it was, to 30 years to life. Okay, it's it's not a thirty year sentence. It's it's called in California. It's called an indeterminate sentence, which is thirty years to life. And the reason it is that way is because under the code sections, he was charged with not only was it rape of these individuals, but it was rape by use of the means of means of a controlled substance to render the person somehow incapacitated so they couldn't consent. When you combine that act with the use of that substance under the code in California, it becomes an indeterminate two-life sentence, 15 to life, and he had uh, two counts of it, so 15 plus 15 is 30, and it's still two life. Mm-hmm. I mean, indeterminate sentences, there is... Um, 
a high likelihood that he will never get out because when he gets to the end of his sentence, let's say he gets to the end of his sentence, he's like six months from getting out. Guess what else happens in California? Then the county that prosecuted him can have him reviewed by mental health professionals while still in prison to see if he qualifies as what's called a sexually violent predator, such that if they do a civil trial, and a jury finds that he's a sexually violent predator, he never gets out of prison. He goes right from prison to the state mental hospital for reprogramming. I know this Mm -hmm. because I used to prosecute those cases when I was a prosecutor. And so uh, in cases like this, I could see where he might turn to his wife and say, I'm going to be here for a while. I want you to move on. Right. And, And this is not really a contested thing. It's almost expected. So, exactly. The, that, the divorce. That, that was really my point on it, yeah. too. Um, it was really protective of the family as a whole. And the daughter. That's what's important is yeah. protect the daughter. But Well, that's, you know, it's sad, sad all the way around. But I think on appeal, let's watch this. I think he's got a good appeal. I think he does, too. I mean. I have no idea. I just think it's strange. Almost feels like the judge wanted him to be convicted. It's like the judge thought that he actually did it because the judge knew all the evidence and was going to take matters and and, and make sure that the jury saw it to get the outcome that the judge thought was warranted. You know, also it could have been, you know, Scientology was on trial as well, and it could have been... That's true, it was. Yeah, that could have been... um, you know, one of the red flags, or or something that maybe mm. should not have happened. I don't well, know. This is just speculation. We're not we're not saying the judge did anything wrong, but we're just saying well, this is the opportunity for defense to argue that obviously the judge has to argue. I mean, the defense has to argue the judge did something wrong. That's to, true. To win. So, That's so, true. Because so, here's the thing that I see with this. Let's let's take evidence the judge in the first trial said. Uh, the judge kept from coming in. At some point in the ju- in that t- in that first trial, the judge made a judicial determination that allowing that evidence in would the prejudicial value, the risk of prejudice, would substantially outweigh its probative value. That was a judicial decision. That same judge then in the second trial decided that it did not substantially outweigh it and let it in. What changed? What changed between the first trial and the second trial other than knowing that the outcome of the trial, the first one, was almost an acquittal? Yeah, almost acquittal. What changed? Yeah, interesting, interesting. Ariana Grande. Now, I've heard that name forever. I don't, do we know, what what song does she sing that's really popular? <laughs> I know she does, but. She's a very popular person. Know, She's on, but, on The Voice. But what is, she, what is um, her big, big hit? I don't remember what her big hit was. Uh, I, I, I don't, really, you know, I mean, the interesting is I remember the in-store video of her allegedly licking donuts in a donut shop more than I remember oh, any yeah. song really? that she had, and, and that was like four or five years ago. You you know, she is one of those chameleons. She can sing like anybody that you ask her to sing like. She's really? been on Jimmy Fallon. She did Cher. She does Christina Aguilera. She does wow. Kelly Clarkson better than Kelly Clarkson does. Wow. She's an amazing talent. Okay. okay. She's getting a divorce. Yeah. Denise, she's getting a divorce. Yes, she is. What's going on? Who's, and who even she knew she was married? <laughs> two years. Uh, Dalton Gomez for two years of marriage. I, I didn't even know she was married either. I didn't either. What's going on there? Um, they're just calling it quits. I, I think... There's no kids involved. There's no kids. They were just young. Um, I'm not sure why, you know, what happened between them. It doesn't really sound like 
that they just they grew apart probably the best way to explain it they just grew in different directions well let's talk about different directions with starbucks uh whether or not their fruit drinks are fruity enough we'll be back and talk about that We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service we just might have a great opportunity for you iceberg drive-ins iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food we lend you our supply chain and expertise and you can potentially have a thriving successful fun business that your customers will love iceberg drive-ins has some prime areas available right now so if you're interested get in touch with us right away go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the contact us button iceberg drive-in ready to grow with you Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. 
If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. This is no fun. I like the Amadrosa Valley. This is Radio Blog Talk with Frederick Petty. Welcome back to the last segment of Radio Law Talk. This has been a wonderful three hours of joy and laughter and some great quick takes that we're going to give you at the end of this last segment. But before that, we're going to talk about Starbucks. I tell you, you talk about Starbucks. I, I, I'm not a Starbucks person. I, you know how many times I've been to Starbucks? Probably, I'm going to say in the last five years, I, I remember once. I don't go to, well, I don't drink coffee, but I don't go to Starbucks. Even people who don't drink coffee still go to Starbucks. But apparently they have fruity drinks. And they have what's called a mango dragon fruit, a mango dragon fruit lemonade, pineapple passion fruit, pineapple passion fruit lemonade, strawberry acai, and strawberry, is that acai or acai? Acai. Strawberry acai. And apparently there's no juices in it. And Starbucks is saying, well, of course, we're just, we're, we're saying it has the flavor of that, not the juice. So there's been class action lawsuits that have been brought against them saying that they are, um, there's consumer protection laws about, and, and advertising laws that, that, that they've got to be truthful. Now, the argument, Starbucks argues, apparently, if you go back and look at the generic name vanilla, Vanilla, you don't have to have real, you say vanilla this, vanilla that, it doesn't have to have real vanilla in it. And you can't, generally speaking, get sued because it, it doesn't have, quote, real vanilla. And because vanilla is a generic vanilla term. It's also <laughs> a generic <laughs> flavor. Yeah, it's, van- it's vanilla is plain, you know, just normal. I sued Vanilla Ice because he wasn't made of vanilla. That's right. So the vanilla, so their argument is this is similar to vanilla. It's, a, it's the flavor, but you don't have to have the actual juice in it. Where the class action suit saying, no, you got to tell them there's no juice in that if that's the case, but you've gotta, you, you don't have any of these ingredients in there. And yet you're saying you're calling them a mango dragon fruit, uh, dragon fruit. Yet it's not a mango. There's no mango in it. And and uh, Starbucks says no. We're just saying it's got the mango flavor. So the question is, 
what's going to happen here. And yeah, what's going to happen to the teas? Because that'll be the next thing. Because you got all those flavored teas. Well, no, right? this is what they said. So, so that's what that helps the, the the plaintiffs here. The plaintiffs said, "Don't forget, you have ice matcha tea latte, which actually have ma- maca. What's this? M a t c h. I don't matcha. I don't matcha. Matcha. It actually has matcha in it." And you have a honey citrus mint tea, which actually has honey and mint in it. So that's what the plaintiffs are arguing. The other things you have actually have what's in what's what it says it is is in there. I'm just waiting for this line of questioning in a deposition or at trial of the representative plaintiffs. Uh, when you ordered it the first time, did you like it? Yes. Did you keep ordering it because you liked it? Yes. Did it taste good to you? Yes. Does it taste any less good to you now that you think that it doesn't have this stuff in it? No. <laughs> I mean, just it, because at some point in time you want to go, people, what are we fighting over here? Good heavens. Because it tastes like money, Todd. That's all. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, good for the lawyers. Good yeah. for the lawyers. They're asking for, is this the one they're asking? Nine million? I don't know. That's another one I'm thinking of that they're asking. Nine. No, five million. They want at least $5 million in damages. And so, so, that each, so that each representative plaintiff can get the equivalent of a 50-cent uh, gift card to Starbucks. But the lawyers get many. <laughs> yeah, the lawyers but here, get So what well, the judge held, and so what happened is Starbucks had to try to get it thrown out. The case thrown out, and the judge says, no, we're going forward. But the judge did dismiss the fraud claims, saying there's no proof that they're, they're trying to defraud people. It's just, uh, you know, the argument is, is that a generic term? Mango, which, like vanilla, that you don't have to put mango in it, but it's got the mango flavor. I mean, I'd, I'd shoot, let's do it simple, put a little asterisk there, says it's not real fruit on it, but, uh, and then, then we wouldn't be involved in this. So anyway, there's Starbucks uh, fighting a class action lawsuit, uh, uh, and then, uh, Todd, you're going to talk about, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. No, we're, go, go ahead. Be, go ahead be, 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 okay, yeah, Henry Lee. Henry, Henry Lee is a famous, or was at the time, a famous forensic scientist, a forensic analyst. And back in 1985, two guys were on trial, Ralph Birch and Sean Henning. They were on trial for murder uh, for the slaying of this elderly person, and it was in, uh, in December of 1985 when they were both convicted of murder of this individual. One of the key pieces of evidence was a towel that Dr. Lee testified had traces of blood found on it. Well, both of those defendants were later released from custody after testing showed that there were no traces of blood found on the towel at all, let alone traces that were consistent with one or both of them or the victim. And both of them, after being released, sued the state of Connecticut, and the attorney general in Connecticut has now agreed to pay both, pay a combined $25.2 million to the two individuals. But Dr. Lee is still maintaining that he didn't do anything wrong and is saying, look, I... I I have no motive to fabricate evidence. If you look at my trial testimony, I also provided evidence that would have been exculpatory, i.e. pointing to not guilty on other pieces of evidence as it related to it. And he said, look, I testified to traces of blood found on the towel. And in the 20 years since the conviction until they were released, yeah, those uh, traces may have degraded to the point that they were no longer detectable. It doesn't mean they weren't detectable in 1985. But a judge on a summary judgment motion ruled that 
he there was no evidence that the towel was ever tested, and that was key to this settlement of twenty five point two million. And uh, we'll see if Dr. Lee will be used in the future. But these guys, uh, if it's approved ultimately by the judge, are looking to get split twenty five point two million for wrongful conviction. Don't you just love our army and our our armed forces? And these wonderful people go out and sacrifice for us for very low pay. And they go out on leave, and they're, they're leaving their families. They're leaving their cat or their friend's house or their dog. And, and it's just a sacrifice. And Denise, this great Army reservist, leaves to go yeah, she, know, she serve is, our country. She is called for active duty, and so she has to move to Florida. And she had just bought a home. And so she decided she's going to rent out her home. Um, you know, why let it lay there, you know, empty and everything? And so she did, and she rented it out to and Natasha Timmons. And Natasha Timmons paid, like what's, what's normal, uh, the first and last month or first m- month's rent and their deposit, right? And so then she stopped paying. And so the, uh, the reservists had to actually sue her and the person refused to get out of the house and the reservist whose name is Micaiah she spent $50,000 just trying to get her house back and this person was clearly a squatter so what happened when it finally got to trial the squatter did not show up default was entered Micaiah got back twenty thousand. Well, she got ordered to receive twenty thousand dollars, and she gets she's her house getting, back. Yeah, yeah, she's now getting, yeah. that's not the end of the story, guys, yeah. because now she's got to get what's called a writ of possession, and she's going to have to Crazy. get her out forcibly by the sheriff or the law enforcement in her state. And I'll guarantee, inside that house is not looking good right oh. now. Oh, uh, thank you for your service. Yes, I'm sorry for your loss. Cal, what time All right, is it's it? time now for Quick Takes. Fred, you got one? Sure. You know, we just talked about Starbucks being sued for not really having fruit in their drinks. And their argument is, wait a minute, it's a generic term, just like vanilla. Radio Law Talk. Yeah, we're generic, too. There's not a lot of law talk that happens also. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Kunin, your quick take. You know, I get asked, uh, as both a defense attorney and a former prosecutor, what I think about the death penalty. And the thing that gives me concern are cases like this out of the state of Connecticut. These guys weren't facing the death penalty, but they were still convicted of murder. And then to have it overturned because the evidence didn't support it, that concerns me because you can't undo the imposition of execution. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a hard to push a rewind button, rewind button on. Denise, what's your quick tip? Well, I ordered a Frappuccino the other day, and then I got this great idea. Why don't I sue Starbucks? Because it didn't have any Frappa or Chino in it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Denise. Thanks for joining us. We're 9 to noon every Saturday Pacific time. I'm Fred Pitty. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
America's longest-running morning radio magazine. You will like this program if you are new to it. There's something for everybody to like about the Good Day program, if I do say so myself. Doug Stephan, who else is going to say it if I don't? I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, let's hear it for Doug. Yay! Jay Kirshner. The Doug Stephan Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner. The longest-running radio morning magazine is on usapodcasting.com. The Good Day Download. People ask me often, what am I doing while I'm doing the program? I don't understand where that kick the bet's a question. It would seem to have an obvious answer. I'm doing the program while I'm doing the program. Well, yeah, but what else do you do? Well, if you must know, I'm having cucumbers for breakfast today. Subscribe to the Good Day Download now at usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts.